Hello everyone, Amir Said is here and you're listening to the episode number 5 of the Viva Visa podcast by Adamila Group. In our previous episode, we talk about the first and the second stage of the CGES program. In this episode, Kusha Atami, the founder of Atami Law Group, and I will cover and answer the questions uh, that you emailed us and asked us about Form I-360 and the USCIS. So, please stay with us and thanks for listening and let's begin. Hi, Kusha. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Amir. Thank you for having me. Good, great. Okay, let's have a review. In the next, uh, in a, in a, in our last uh, episode, we talk about the second stage that is about I three sixty and U UCS uh, USCIS. Today, we want to go a little bit more deep to understand the whole process, right? Okay. Good. The question is that: What is the processing time for I? 360 and is there anything you or attorneys can do to push the process okay well um i i think i kind of briefly uh covered this in our last episode uh so basically when i th when we obtain the state predicate orders uh the i360 is filed with uscis and usually uh, uscis has 60 days to process and approve the I-360. Mm. Um, it has happened uh, very frequently that USCIS does not follow its own um, regulations and do not approve it. So a couple of things you can do to uh, expedite this process. One is by contacting USCIS. Um, two, you can submit an inquiry online to um, kind of push this process and put uh, USCIS on notice that this petition needs to be approved. Um, USCIS will take this matter a little, a bit more serious uh, if the child or the serious applicant is in immigration court. Um, there are venues for expediting the process, but uh, in rare circumstances. Hmm. Kushab, can serious applicants work before obtaining their green cards? Uh, before it was no, now it's yes. Um, so before, uh, when you had an I-360 approval, you did not obtain a work authorization. But um, I believe sometime in May of 2022, USCIS came up with a new um, regulation allowing citizens uh, applicants to obtain their work authorization. So yes, that, the answer to that question is yes. Mm -hmm. um, with the I-360, you can apply for work authorization and uh, obtain a social security, and that way the CGS applicant is Ill, uh, will be able to uh, work uh, mm. with a proper um, work authorization under C14 category, and, and they receive a social security number. What about the travel? Can a CGS applicant travel within the United States? Can they relocate and live in another state or not? Okay, so just to clarify the question, um, you're asking me if CGS applicants can travel within 
United States. Is that correct? Within United States or if they want to go abroad. So, um, yes, they can travel within the U.S. Um, traveling outside the U.S. is much more complicated. Uh, we advise against we advise against traveling outside the U.S. unless a proper documentation is obtained from USCIS, and that includes an advanced parole, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, advanced parole forces applicants are usually obtained when they're applying for their green card. Um so when the I-360 and I-45 is filed concurrently, they can also request the advanced parole. Now, if there is a urgent or a humanitarian matter, I think there is always a way to request for um, the citizen applicant to travel outside the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's also going to be based on the discretion of USCIS. Uh, but uh, without a proper document uh, or advanced parole, uh, I don't think it's possible, or I I, I advise against um, them traveling outside the U.S. Hmm. You, you know, in the U.S. Uh, immigration law, you know better than me. There's a rule: if you apply for one specific program, usually you cannot apply for the other one until you get close to one uh, request to see what's going to happen, right? But for the sieges, if you apply for the sieges case. Is it apply? Uh, is it possible for you to apply for another programs or not? Yes, yes, absolutely. So, uh, 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 one common uh, immigration relief that is also filed with SIGES uh, is actually asylum, mm. um, and the majority mm. of cases that we worked on, um, as I uh, previously explained in our previous podcasts, these are usually the unaccompanied minors that come to the U.S. And um, these minors are also seeking asylum in the U.S. So uh, when you have a, a, a minor who, in, who enters the U.S. to seek asylum, that uh, means that they are uh, seeking protection in mm. the U.S. on the basis of race, religion, political opinion, particular social group, and etc. There's tons of them that can be listed. Um, so when they are seeking asylum, they also, some of them also concurrently qualify for um, sages. So mm-hmm. both reliefs can be pursued at the same time. So the answer to that question is yes. Now, what happens is one, if one is approved and the other one is not approved, um, that's a facts, um, you know, case by case scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for example, if CGS is approved, uh, it's uh, recommended that you withdraw your asylum application hmm. or vice versa. Okay. Uh, Kusha, what to expect when the child is in the uh, immigration court? Why they are applying for CGS? Okay. This is the one that we encounter a lot, and this is where it gets a little complicated. Hmm. Uh, so, when. Okay. So, when you have. Uh, a child that is placed in immigration court and they, for example, are eligible for SIGIS and asylum concurrently, um, you are going to be in two or three places at the same time. Now, uh, without pretty much confusing uh, our listeners, I'm going to describe the process. So, for example, um, let's just say we have an unaccompanied minor, right? Mm-hmm. And the definition of an unaccompanied minor is 
a minor who is under the age of 18 years old who entered the U.S. without one uh, or both parents. Mm -hmm. So when, when you have an unaccompanied minor who uh, enters the United States without a parent or a guardian, that child is designated as an unaccompanied minor for uh, the purpose of immigration at mm -hmm. the port of entry. Now, when an unaccompanied minor uh, is placed in immigration court or removal proceedings, and let's just say we have Michael, who is a citizen and uh, native of El Salvador. He enters the U.S. at the age of 16 years old. He comes to U.S. because he's seeking uh, asylum due to the threats that he received by gang members. And he has also been neglected and abandoned by his father, right? So uh, when you have a scenario like this, this child qualifies for both asylum and sigils concurrently. Now, when he enters the U.S., he is placed in removal proceedings, mm. and uh, he's eligible to apply for asylum and sigils at the same time. All right, breaking it down. So number one, because he's an unaccompanied minor, he's eligible to apply for asylum with USCIS and EIR at the same time. This was done, uh, this was passed by Congress under the TVPRA Act to allow uh, minors or uh, unaccompanied minors to have two opportunities to present their asylum case. So uh, at, this, uh, at this stage, you have uh, the minor, the child who is in immigration court, has to file his ap asylum application with USCIS and also pursue a SIGIS petition concurrently in the state court. So you're in three stages. You're at USCIS level, mm -hmm. you're in immigration court, and you're at the state court. So breaking it down one by one, mm -hmm. um, case needs to be filed, uh, their asylum case needs to be filed with USCIS. Right. Proof needs to, proof of filing needs to be filed with uh, immigration judge. Uh, and also, um, the child is gonna have master and individual hearings before the immigration judge. So therefore they also need representation before immigration judge. Hmm. In the meantime, um, they will be also filing a CIGIS petition application with the state court. So uh, upon hiring uh, our firm, they're gonna be in three different places at the same time. Usually, uh, the way I break it down is this. They start in three places and they're gonna end up in one place. Huh. That's that's that means the attorney has done the right job. Okay. Right. So when the uh, sigils with the state court process is approved and state uh, predicate order is issued, we file the I three sixty with USCIS. Proof of I three sixty with USCIS is provided to the immigration judge, and upon and if this satisfies the immigration judge, their case is terminated. Okay. Now mm. you have the state court that you've already gone through and is done and you've already been before immigration judge and immigration judge is satisfied with the I-360, therefore immigration court proceeding is also terminated. And all you have to do is wait for USCIS to either uh, issue your green card or um, uh, wait for a priority date to become current. That means if this was done, you start in three places, not in one place, that means you did, your attorney has done a good job and hmm. you are now eligible to apply for your green card within uh, in the United States, hmm. in the U.S., uh, without leaving, and, and you're good to go. Good, good. Uh, what are the limits 
that comes with asylum. You know, when you talk about the CIGES, you said that for the CIGES, for example, the CIGES applicants cannot apply for his or her parents, mm-hmm. right? What are uh, the limits for the asylum? Okay. Um, I mean, I'm going to briefly talk about it, but I just want to tell our listeners that what I'm going to say is not going to be a, 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 a complete uh Yeah, complete response to your question because asylum itself is, we can talk about it for hours. So Mm -hmm. limitation is the number one, when you apply for asylum Mm -hmm. and you, if your asylum is approved, um, the limitation that is provided to you is that you're uh, unable to go back to your home country. Hmm. Um, So that's one limitation. Uh, Number two uh, is that when you're applying for asylum, and if your asylum is granted, uh, unlike CIGES, uh, and I wouldn't call this a limitation, right. unlike CIGES, you're able to petition your parents. However, issues with asylum. Uh, asylum cases are very tough right. to approve, uh, especially when you have a minor who is seeking asylum on the basis of some sort of a gang or a private actor. Uh, there's not a lot of case law uh, that supports, uh, basically, uh, asylum cases for minors that are fleeing uh, countries like Honduras, Guatemala, mm-hmm. or El Salvador are very tough to approve. Uh, Why? Because the, the, there's not enough case law to support their uh, their uh, their facts or, hmm. or their situation. Um, again, I don't want to go in detail right, um, because right. it's going to further confuse our listeners. But, um, you know, it goes to the credibility of the, the client uh, and uh, it's much difficult for a minor to either testify in court or, mm. or have a very serious interview at USCIS. So mm. it's difficult for minors to express their fear of returning right. to their home country. Uh, even though if they had a substantial or a credible fear or, or fear of returning to their home country, it's much difficult for them to express the fear. Right. Uh, so so pursuing a CIGES would be a much better option for them if that is the case. If if they are eligible for CIGES, not everyone can apply for CIGES right. as I explained right. previously. Right, right. You know, so for, for CIGES, you have to be inside of the United States. For asylum, is it the same? You have to be inside of the United States or you ha- you can apply when you are out, uh, outside of the United States? Uh, for, I, I believe it's both because, uh-huh. um, you know, if you're, if you're seeking asylum in the U.S., uh, right. you are applying for affirmative and defensive asylum. Uh, you uh-huh. are also eligible to apply for uh, asylum outside the U.S. where you're categorized as a refugee uh-huh. and and there are like organizations uh that you know they take care of it that 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 there are organizations outside the u.s that uh allows uh, applicants to apply for asylum outside the u.s but the process mm-hmm. sometimes is very very long uh kushab we're getting close to the end of the show but uh, i want you uh, let us know if there is anything that we have to do or if you want to add anything to the listeners yes uh so I just want to let our listeners know that uh, 
when for cases where uh, you have a child who's in immigration court, uh, the the process can be very complicated and overwhelming. And if it's not done hmm. correctly, then um, it's going to cause a lot of problem in their case. So, for example, we have to make sure that the child continuously attend their immigration court hearing because if they even if they miss one of their uh, immigration court hearings they may receive a, a removal order uh, so that's hmm. very important um, you have uh, if if it's done properly um, you are in three different places at the same time and that process can be very overwhelming and each each uh, each department mm-hmm. Uh, has its own rules and regulations. So USCIS wants their document filed a certain way. Uh, immigration courts are different creatures and state courts are completely um, different and separate from immigration. So um, you need legal representation to do, to do this quickly mm-hmm. and properly. You know, uh, it, when mistakes happen in immigration cases, they're difficult to um, correct. So... Mm. I highly recommend our listeners to do their research before taking any actions. Hmm. Perfect. Okay, Kusha, thanks for joining us. And I want to say thank you to our listeners. I hope you enjoyed and learned from today's episode. Make sure to check out the show notes with the description for access to our website. And also make sure to share this episode with your friends and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. We really appreciate hearing feedback from you. So please share a review for this episode or check out our website and ask your questions. We are located in 21031 Ventura Boulevard, suite number 760, Woodland Hills, California, 9136. You can also call us at 213-204-6500. Until the next episode, take care and bye.